friends, thanks again for listening to Friendship State of Mind. We hope that wherever you are listening to us this week, that you are safe mentally, emotionally, and physically. We hope that wherever you go out to this week, whether that's work, friends, or with people you may not know, that you are masked up, socially distancing, and making sure you're taking care of yourself as well as others by keeping yourself safe and others protected with these measures. Thanks again for listening to us, and we'll see y'all back at the podcast. What up? We are back (laughs) with Friendship State of Mind. I am your host, Amanda. I am not dead, and Juan is here with me. I'm here. He's back back in the flesh. Back again. Thank you. I know y'all missed me. I I missed them. (laughs) You know? It's been a whirlwind of a six weeks with... The holiday season on top of post-election, on top of finishing the school year out. On top of COVID. Like a mess. <laughs> like we're going to go into 2021. Nobody going to touch nothing. Mm-hmm. You're going to go in real quietly. Going real quiet. Mm-hmm. And Nobody say anything. Don't say nothing. We're, <laughs> we're going to make sure that this is okay after the last six weeks. Boy... And Norbert is here with us too. So if you hear him, he's sloshing some water because he's like, I must be refreshed by this new year. Exactly. So what have you been doing? I know what you've been doing. Yeah, um, I've been super busy, um, at least in Mm -hmm. the beginning portion of the holidays for y'all. Y'all singers out there, performers, artists, you know how it is um, right now. But especially during the Christmas season, we've always been so busy performing here and there, having this Christmas gig, whether it's mm-hmm. caroling, um, religious services, Messiah, recording, a- anything, you know, um, and since a lot of us have been pushed to a virtual platform, mm-hmm. we've either been doing a lot of recordings, mm-hmm. whether they be at home, in a church, you know, I had the opportunity to be a part of a couple and I was super excited socially um, distanced socially masked distanced. up yeah um mm-hmm. you know a lot of people really um made do and I think we we came out of it yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. it was very difficult season for everyone mm-hmm. um and I really you know, I feel bad sometimes you know for the the less fortunate um, right people because we're all out here struggling all artists it's hard to get a gig um, right now for sure but yeah. christmas time is that one time of year yeah. even if it hadn't have been covid and just a hard year with gigs or based on what operas companies picked and whatnot yeah. christmas is like we need people yeah absolutely so you know we we still came and we showed up and we did our best so i'm you know shout out to all of us mm-hmm. out here just performing you know just performing we're gonna make it y'all <laughs> we're gonna make it and you know then there's this whole teaching thing right right how's that going for you? <laughs> i'm so happy i i i've dealt i've been in teacher tiktok for a while um but i've really gotten to the point of teacher break tiktok uh-huh um then that can be taken one of two ways as in like i'm now broken because of the semester and or i'm on break don't talk to me don't Mm -hmm. touch me 
give me some food, give me some blanket. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, Norbert, I know. And right. like, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. Oh, tippy tappy, hello. I know. He's and here. Norbert's been here. Norbert says hello. I won't go into everything with teaching, but the last week is hectic because grades are due and it's more demands than usual. And on top of a COVID year, it was just a mess on top of grad school ending. Yeah. Um, so you were so busy. We were extremely busy. So don't think that we forgot about y'all every week. I was like, we, we need to do a podcast. And then we never, we were either sleeping or working on stuff. We physically could not make time for mm -hmm. it. So, but we missed y'all. We did miss y'all. Um, and we know that this year has been tough. Thank you, Norbert. Um, this year has been tough, but today is about all good things that came from one of the toughest years, if not the toughest year of the 2000s so far. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about right. today. We're just trying to sp spread a little happiness, a little just... Some little droplets of joy, yes, if yes. you will. Because we, we know, you know we've all had our hardships. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, of course, our heart goes out to everyone. Right. But we love to spread just some joy, you right. know, and just say, hey, look, these are things that did happen mm -hmm. and they were for the better. Right. Right. So stick with us. When you come back with us, um, we'll get to those things. One of the things I really miss the most right now in this time of uncertainty is music. Juan and I both have colleagues and friends that have lost the majority or all of their gigs and jobs in fine arts because we can't be in large groups of people to celebrate photography, concerts, opera, musicals, you name it, it's not there right now. And many of these artists are struggling more than ever. If you are a supporter or a fan of musicals, acting, movies, any sort of fine arts or performing to some capacity, we're going to leave links in our description so that way you can donate. Five cents, five dollars, anything you can give will be so helpful to any of these organizations. Thank you guys for checking it out. Thank you for supporting our friends and our loved ones during this tough time. And we'll see you back at the podcast. Let's get to it. We are back. The 20 good things from 2020. Oof. You got your... <laughs> That's hard just hearing you say that. <laughs> it's like, ugh. I had to think and I had to look things up because I knew good things for me, but this needed to be good things for everybody, including Texans, including United Statesians, mm -hmm. including worldwide. Mm -hmm. We worldwide. <laughs> I know. Like it's... DJ Khaled, you know? Just worldwide. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Pitbull. There's Mr. Worldwide, and then there's DJ. Oh, that's but was it Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide? There's a Mr. Worldwide, and then DJ Khaled is We Global. Oh, that's we what global. it is. Sorry, okay. DJ. Shout out to DJ Khaled. <laughs> because if they're you, so if listening. If you're listening, sponsor me. They, okay, thank you. <laughs> so, um, again, we had to really work hard to put this list together, but there were 20 good things in 2020. Yes. Um, and most of them you will be able to agree with. So that's exciting. So um, these are in no particular order except for the very last one because that was the biggest thing, mm -hmm. in my opinion. 
Um, and since this is our, my show, I got to put that last. Tell them. So, okay, number one, advances in technology. This was huge because it allowed people to, even though there were furloughments and layoffs, because there's only so much you can do online, it kept, it kept things alive. Yeah. And running. Um, Like you've Mm -hmm. done every single lesson this, this school year. Virtually, and that's insane. Since March, since May, yeah. or March. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know. And I've taught every class virtually, and I think now schools may even go to a point. I'm wondering if once this is all said and done, if they keep some online for if kids ever have to, mm-hmm. like for a long period of time. Let's say they get not COVID, but like some other major sickness and they're going to be out for a few days. Right, they might be like, oh, just go back to your online Right, platform. I'm wondering if they're going to do right. that now. There's been some talk here and there. I have not seen anything obviously that finalized. Right, but like Microsoft Teams made a platform that was not built to the capacity and still kind of isn't, but they're working towards it mm-hmm. to be accessible to over 3 million people every single day. Mm-hmm. We were very fortunate just as a global community to have technology mm-hmm. that can still keep us attached. I don't know how they did it in the Spanish flu. I don't not know. Not having, because that was the last, you know, right. big one. Um, and they didn't have this communication. They didn't have these other things. Mm-hmm. And there's not obviously really a lot of people alive from that time. So mm-hmm. how do we know what happened besides just like some reading articles? I don't know how they kept in touch. And with how isolated we were, yeah. technology was a huge thing. Um, number two, movie drive-ins came back. Oh, yeah. Huh? But, yeah. Like, because we couldn't <laughs> go sit in a theater. Right. And like, right. you love movies. I do. I don't like... I have a commitment problem with movies and Juan knows this. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go in small spurts of a show personally, but, um, and I'd rather sit on TikTok for hours, but that's only commitment to one, one minute right, TikTok. But for hours. <laughs> so you're committing to a TikTok movie basically. But, but <laughs> yeah, hours. so I, I was really excited. I haven't been able to go to one yet, but drive-in movies were back and so that was a way people could spend time together mm-hmm. safely. Even driving concerts oh, yeah. are now a thing. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. And it just brings back that that old-timey feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a feeling that I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, people who did experience like a drive-in, they were like, oh, this is the greatest thing. It made me think of Greece. Yeah. But without... Danny Zuko, like, sexually harassing Sandy. Well, yeah. Without but, that part. Right, right. But, like, of course, the families who remember, you know, whether they were teenagers when it happened and they were like, ooh, now I get to take, you know, my wife right. on a date maybe that we hadn't gone on since we were, like, 16. Or I get to show my kids or my grandkids. Right, right. This is so cool. We can go pick up some food, bring some food. Well, that's another thing. Concessions you know? weren't off the charts because you brought right. everything yourself. Right, right, right. Just a, a fun little thing that brought families together. Right. right? Um, the number three, this was the highest voter turnout Mm -hmm. in the history of an American election. So no matter who you voted for, Mm -hmm. this was such a huge deal because it showed how many people stepped up to the plate to have a voice. Right. And we've needed that. We've needed that amount of care Mm -hmm. for a long time. Right. But... It, it happened this election, and I think this was the election to do it after all we had been through. Right. And I, I think also, especially from a, a young, quote-unquote, person's sure. you know, point of view, 
you know, a lot of times people think they're like, well, my voice doesn't count. My mm-hmm. vote doesn't count. I feel like that's a very common trend and for, for why people so don't much. vote. Right. Right. So now everyone was like, you know what? I am just going to go. Right. I'm going to go to the poll. I've never done it before. I'm going to mail in my ballot. Right. There were so many first-time voters. I'm not sure what mm-hmm. the polls were, but so many people were. That was their first election. Well, and previous one. a lot of people worked very hard to make sure people got registered to vote and right. signed up. It made the process right. a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and go so America. many people early voted this year. This mm-hmm. was the biggest early voter turnout. Yep. Um, so like, good job, country. Like, yeah. we haven't always done flat for that. done the best with things this year, mm-hmm. but that was one thing we did right mm-hmm. was that high voter turnout. So um, this is a big one for Texas. Bucky's <laughs> has expanded more, and it's it's in a couple of other places. Um, and I don't remember them just like ringing off the top of my head, but I know it expanded to North Carolina right. um, or is expanding to North Carolina. There was an article that was released a couple months ago that it's expanding to North Carolina. And I was like, oh my gosh, people get to experience <laughs> these clean bathrooms, this wealth of brisket at this gas station, the barbecue, the beaver, the cheese, the beaver nuggets, the fudge, right? Exactly. You know, and like some Texans, I think are a little bit greedy and they're like, that's a Texas thing. But like everyone knows, right? Everyone knows where the beaver originated. <laughs> Literally when, <laughs> when I was driving, I think it was home for Christmas to y'all's house. I literally mm-hmm. saw the Bucky sign as I was, as I was traveling mm-hmm. on like 290, if y'all know, right. you know, Houston highways. And I literally thought the giant Bucky sign was the moon. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that moon is real yellow tonight. And I, I like, love oh. that for you. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's the Bucky sign. Oh, that My moon bad, has a guys. beaver in it. Yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> right. It's 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 a it's a called home. Right, it is a hallmark of Texas. So we're yes. so glad that the moon of Bucky <laughs> the Beaver is spreading to different states, to different regions of yeah, the United States. Yeah, we love that. Um, number five, this was the highest pet adoption year. Yes. Um, that's a really big one, especially because like you know we adopted Norbert mm-hmm. three years ago, three and a half now yeah. if you think about it, and. Y'all like me, you can't stay in your house too long. Mm-hmm. You know, like I moved to Houston before Juan did, and I lived one day by myself, just one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, getting a dog, <laughs> getting a dog. And so that's exactly what I did. And I went and adopted Norbert the next day yeah. because I couldn't do it. And so, so many people were in isolation, and there was even like this huge shelter that was in New York City that had to close. Wow. Because it was completely like it was empty. It was empty. Wow. You know, it didn't close permanently, mm-hmm. but like they had to go find cats and pets <laughs> and dogs to adopt. Right, right, right. They had to rescue more to see if anyone, you I, know. Right. You like know. who else needed a pet or like, mm-hmm. you know, for them to keep working. That's incredible. I guess or volunteering. There was this thing that I shared on Facebook that said 2020 really wasn't a good year for me, but it was a great year for my dog for me to be home every single second. Your mom loved it so much she liked it. I know, I know. And I was like, wait, you don't have a dog? I was like, (laughs) mom, what are you so excited about? But I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. So highest pet adoption year. Um, The healthcare worker support rose. And I know that this is kind of a double-edged sword because I do have healthcare worker friends 
that are like, you know, we still don't get the support that we deserve. And that's fair. Mm. That is true. Um, in a sense, they're kind of in teachers or like teachers in that way. But I mean, people saw that every day y'all were going literally to war with this virus. Mm -hmm. And I have never been mowed so many nurses in my life because I was like, I can't imagine the caffeine that they are needing mm -hmm. to just be even like hardworking zombies and get through this. Right. The, the people who were the essential workers, like just anyone mm -hmm. who really their job was necessary for people to survive during the pandemic. Right. Are just, you know, there's no way that we can repay those no. people. You know, they're, they're, they're heroes. You saved many so many lives and right. we'll get to that number later. Yeah. But like the nurses and doctors that stayed with my family members that were all in the hospital for COVID. Yeah. Um, like I can't repay them back mm -hmm. for that. You know, they worked round the clock to make sure that my grandparents who were in their seventies, sorry, yeah. revealing Elsa's age, granny and football, but you know, <laughs> um, that they were not only taken care of, but comfortable yeah. and gotten out in mm -hmm. a timely man manner and sent off with the very best care once they weren't in their facility, mm -hmm. you know? Um, speaking of family, everyone got more time with their family this year. Yeah, whether um, they liked it or not. Right, whether they... you liked it or not, you got more time. <laughs> like, I, especially with us being the age that we are, we have friends that have babies or toddlers, mm -hmm. and a lot of them got to be a part of their child's growth mm -hmm. um more than they would have if they would have been working and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. but like our friends emily and robert they have peter and it mm -hmm. was he was born a couple of months before the pandemic yeah and they got to be there for the the bulk of peter's first year yeah you know so um unfortunately some people were separated by their families more like we didn't get to see your family for christmas yeah but you know but people got mm -hmm. to really bond <laughs> you know what i mean in ways they're like ah we haven't done this in a long time right um you know kids coming back from college but still my sister you know, like moved in with my dad for like a couple weeks and then they painted the entire house yeah covid projects the, are important right <laughs> right they painted the entire house yeah. for my dad and my stepmom Didi. you know um oh gosh number eight hamilton i know hamilton so the excited. release of Hamilton. So we had seen <laughs> Hamilton on stage a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I started listening to the musical back in 2015. It won all of its Tony Awards and everything in 2016. Um, so I've been following this for a long time. I introduced it to Juan. I introduced it to, to Allison, to my best friends. Mm -hmm. um, and regardless of if you like the composer or the singers in it, like it's such a historic work of art for the musical theater community that happened. And that ev the fact that everybody got to see it, right. if they wanted to, they could now. That's usually not done with musicals because they want you to pay to come see it, but that wasn't an option. It really was groundbreaking for mm -hmm. many people just in terms of like the casting oh my gosh the, the representation music, you mm -hmm. know it was um the storytelling you know what i mean typically right. you wouldn't have like narration on top of song and narration you know what i mean right it was just something that you didn't really see in musicals at least that were <clears throat> common at that moment it was right. not wicked it was right. not um 
I'm trying to think of one that's like just from that time as well. So Wicked Miss was a little Saigon. Before. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't just Wicked. It wasn't Miss Saigon. It wasn't uh, Dear Evan Hansen. It right. wasn't. It wasn't just the typical cut and dry. And there's nothing wrong with this. No. Of speaking, going to a song. Right. Speaking, going to a song. They had layer upon right. layer upon representation mm-hmm. for people of color upon other layer. I mean, it was just they had. Lin Manuel had Very unique. had written this beautiful story that was true. Alexander Hamilton technically wrote it, mm-hmm. um, but he did such a good job with taking care of it and making it blossom. Yeah. Um, so I was very happy for that cast and how hard they worked. And even though they couldn't be in jobs, uh, they had that. Um, speaking of music, number nine, there were a lot of music breakthroughs and comebacks this year. So Demi Lovato, God bless our girl. Yeah. She's coming back with music. I love Demi Lovato. We love that. Love her so much. Shout out to Demi. Taylor Swift. Ma'am, who gave you permission to drop two albums out of secret in one year? Because it completely like flipped my world. Don't judge me. I'm just over here shaking my head. Don't judge me. Because she's a it's hardcore so, Swifty and that's I, okay. It, I didn't really become a hardcore Swifty until the last couple of years. I didn't realize I was. Mm-hmm. But I started peeling. Like Taylor Swift is a genius lyricist. She <laughs> she does. She is. She you is. can't even tell me she's not. But she's, she's a beautiful songwriter. Mm-hmm. And I never knew the depth of some of her songwriting and then watching the documentary of it was how a great she, documentary. how she, you haven't even seen all of it. Like, but I liked what I did see. Right. But, but I'm saying like, you just wait because uh-huh. it, it gets better. Um, so there was Taylor Swift and then Beyonce drops a Juneteenth song. There we go. And then she drops another, I think it was an album called Black is King. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't hear from Beyonce as often anymore, I feel like. Yeah. Which fair, she's got like three kids, she's made right. Jay-Z. Like, she's Beyonce, she's Right, fine. and she can do whatever the heck she wants. Right. Um, and so there were a lot of really good breakthroughs musically, and I think we all needed that mm-hmm. since we were inside so much. Um, number 10, this one's completely random, but I loved it. Um, the dolphins were able to be seen again in Venice. You know, a lot happened to Italy with all of this. I mean, a lot happened to everybody with this, but Italy was just hit so hard because they don't have the resources and care like we do. And they, I don't want to say they jumped on too late. I just don't think they knew how to handle something in that massive a quantity. Well, it, Italy is such a... Oh, you've been there, yeah. Yeah, it, in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not from Italy, you know, so maybe y'all... Italian people can, you know, be like, that was true, or you'd be like, that was not true. Um, (laughs) But it is very um, tourist heavy, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, So you have just large crowds of people everywhere, all the time, you know, especially in the large cities, you know. I think of the people lining up in Rome to go to the Vatican, you know. I think about the huge crowds in the Doge's Palace, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you think historically about Venice, it's a merchant city you know what i mean people go there to sell things and they were doing that you know during the papal war so they're still doing that right now right you know what i mean 
Um, and that was like, who knows how many 20,000 years ago. You know what I mean? Maybe right. 2,000. My bad, guys. But all but that like, to say. Yeah. So it's, it's just real, real close. You know, you're mm-hmm. close to everybody. Right. So it's kind of hard to all of a sudden not. And just separate. Be, you know what I mean? If someone says 10 feet apart, you're like, I'm lucky if I'm two centimeters apart mm-hmm. from everyone. You know what I mean? Gosh. Um, I can't even imagine that. So it was, I guess it was a big deal that the. It was a big because the, the water cleared for the first time mm-hmm. in 60 years. And I thought the water was pretty clear when I was in Venice. So, mm-hmm. you know. You know, and so I think that was kind of like a sign of hope for Venice and Italy that they were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Even though they were enduring hard, hard stuff. Yeah. So, Sorry, Venice. Yeah. But I'm glad your dolphins came back and I'm glad you're doing better. Yeah. So, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the other half of the 20 good things from 2020. So stick with us. second half let's go let's go let's do this happy things only good good vibes (laughs) oh god i know i hate that phrase for all you gen z's out there good vibes only oh god okay vomit (laughs) um all right so number 11 so we finished off with the dolphins but 11 kind of ties to it there were environmental improvements so because a lot of us couldn't go anywhere Mm -hmm. um the earth kind of got like a nice little resty rest yeah we weren't polluting it with our cars (laughs) Well, like, you know, we get triggered. We uh, re-signed for our insurance the other day, and they're like, how many miles do you drive to work currently? I was like, zero. zero. <laughs> because I do everything from home. Like, None. I think I leave the house every couple of days, and that's just if I want to go on a drive or if I, like, need to go do the grocery drive-in thing at HEB mm-hmm. or, like, it's very minimal yeah. now compared to me driving three hours for work every day right right and this is a lot for houston because if you've ever been to houston it -hmm. is a driving city like you cannot survive in houston if you don't drive right and so the fact that i don't have to go anywhere Mm -hmm. it's a good and a bad thing but it's primarily a good thing for safety as well as like saving energy resources and time Mm -hmm. you know so the earth got a nice nice rest um, and she needed that because she was tired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number 12, NASA names the, their Washington, D.C. headquarters after Mary W. Jackson. So for those of you who don't know, um, there's a movie called Hidden Figures, and she's talked about in that movie. And it's about famous um, female aerospace engineers, basically, mm-hmm. that were black. Mm-hmm. that worked in NASA but did not get the credit and recognition that they deserved for what they provided for the space corporation, right? if you right. will. Um, so to have them name their DC headquarters after that, not only after somebody of color, but of a woman. Yeah. You know? Um, because there's things like, you know, the Barbara Bush libraries mm-hmm. and, like... Um, things like that that like first ladies have but even that took a lot and they were the first ladies right so you're having more representation gender wise Mm -hmm. and you're having more representation based on color too for people that very much earned their place at the table for that have you seen hidden figures no yeah it's a great movie i love that movie so much just because of the way that it 
I feel. Obviously, I was not working at NASA. <laughs> no way. You know what I mean? Um, right. But I feel like it really correctly portrayed the issue that these just genius women mm -hmm. really came up with a way to help everyone, you know, and without mm -hmm. their help, it didn't matter what color they were, they were, you know, right. but without their help, they wouldn't have been able to plan a successful re-entry mm -hmm. into the atmosphere, you know right. what I mean? Which superiorly, like it helped America in the space race, it changed mm -hmm. NASA forever, you know, it was this huge thing. And I feel like maybe no one would have known about it, you know, right. on a wide scale without the movie, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just really important that people are getting recognition for doing these wonderful things. You know? Right. Um, so yeah, that was a huge accomplishment. It was a great accomplishment. And a great honor. Snaps for NASA. Yeah. That was good. Good job, NASA. So another thing that was able to be watched this year were cast reunions. Mm -hmm. There were so many cast reunions because I think they were just as lonely <laughs> as <Yeah>. we were <laughs> as mere mortals. Mm -hmm. um, like The Office had was reunions. It on Zoom? It was on Zoom because yeah. John Krasinski, mm -hmm. is that how you say his name? Mm -hmm. He, J Jim. Jim. Jim, that's Jim his name. Shout out to um, Jim. Jim Halpert. Um, he created the thing called Some Good News, which is like a positive twist on 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and it was wonderful, but he had reunions with some of the cast. Um, they did a Hamilton reunion mm -hmm. as well, and they just roasted each other the entire time, and right. it was wonderful. Um, <laughs> They had like Disney Channel shows come back and do reunions via Zoom, like uh, Sunny with a Chance that had Demi Lovato on it that kind of gave her her big break outside of Camp Rock. Mm -hmm. um, they did a reunion and it was really funny because uh, if you know about Demi Lovato, she was in rehab again this last year, thankfully, to help her, yeah. you know, um, with some of her issues. And she's very open about that. And mm -hmm. she is not ashamed of that because she wants to be a good role model. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, how have you guys been? And Demi yeah. was like in and out of rehab six times in the past <laughs> nine years. Or it nice. wasn't six. I think it was three. But regardless, you know, um, she could make light of that now that she had come on the other side of it. Um, and then there's even talk of a friends reboot now. It hasn't happened or a friends reunion, mm -hmm. but that then started happening. And there's a lot of friends fans out there. Um, <clears throat> so there were a lot of cast reunions. Number 14, this is a big one. Hard conversations started happening about social climate. So no matter what you believe, this year had a lot of heartache with the social climate. Yes. obviously um for multiple reasons that we won't get carried away into right now but i think we can all agree that there were a lot They're of there. pivotal things that yeah. happened with the social climate this year yes and so um a lot of hard conversations were had i mean i had hard conversations with some of my family members now that doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't mean at all that they're bad people, but things were just viewed differently among us. Some of our family members were right there with us on the same page and we didn't even know. Mm -hmm. um, I got to have conversations with friends about how they feel about it as someone who is not a person of color, but married to a person of color. Like this was mm -hmm. a big thing for me, for the social climate. Uh, and a lot of people finally started looking from the inside out from themselves then to the community and saying okay what do i need to recognize about myself to make things better 
Yes. And that's a very hard first step. And it, it didn't help that there was so much going on with the pandemic. You right. know what I mean? It was literally like everyone, especially America, mm -hmm. you know, we were, we were really tested in many ways. It, and this is what I can speak from our, my own experience as an American, right. as someone who lives here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm pretty sure everyone across the world was going through something. Sure. Um, but I feel like we were really challenged to see what our priorities were and what we valued the most. Right. Um, and there's still a lot of work to be done yeah. about but a lot of conversations together. did happen. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I feel like um, more will keep happening. But I, I think we'll come out We'll come better out a lot it. better for yeah. it. Yeah, we agree. did a podcast earlier about certain things like that, mm -hmm. but I think I think we'll come out better for yeah. it. Yeah, and um, it was just it was it was a really big breaking point that had been coming for a mm -hmm. long time, and then it just plopped into our laps in 2020. And while it was hard, it was a move in the right direction on how do we become more united as the United States, mm -hmm. you know. Um, this one is completely random, but there were a lot more outdoor road trips, number 15, um, <laughs> yeah. that became popular. I saw so many people drive to like Colorado or Arizona or Utah mm -hmm. or, uh, people just wanted to get out. People just want to get out because mm -hmm. they had been inside, but they knew it wasn't safe to be like around large crowds. Well, right. why not go to the mountains mm -hmm. or go to the desert or go just on these, you know, big hiking trips. And so some of y'all had some wonderful adventures this year mm -hmm. that I got to see. Um, and so, and you went with people that you could be safe with, but it was smaller, mm -hmm. like on a smaller scale, but like. There were some people that took adventures. I was like, I didn't know you liked the outdoors. I don't know right. if they even knew that they liked the outdoors. <laughs> but they went because they were like, right. I got to get up Going out of my house. Camping in an RV. You know well, and they mean? unplugged from society yeah. for a little bit. And I yeah. think that was so needed because that's the only thing that was keeping us together. But at the same time, if you're on that stuff constantly, yeah. it's it'll it damage weighs, you. It weighs on you. Right. So, like, a lot of people started unplugging near, like, you know, like May, mm -hmm. June things like that and taking that time for themselves. So good job, self-care. Um, number 16, higher gender equality and political leadership. This was a huge thing this year. Like whether it was at the state level, whether it was at the national level for the United States, there were so many women that were voted in. And I'm not just talking about Kamala Harris. Like mm -hmm. I looked at even the Republican like senator count mm -hmm. that happened or it was either senator or Congress count. Mm -hmm. But it was like 24 women got voted in and yeah. or reelected. Like that's a huge, huge number. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I did not know that was happening. And, but that's and you great. think that it would be either even or maybe a little bit of one or the other, you mm -hmm. know, since there are more women than there are men on this planet. You are know? there? I feel like there are. I always just can, think 50. Y'all can check. Yeah, I always just think 50. But you 50. think if we are 50 50, why is our representation not 50 50? Right. Surprise. And I think a lot of women now are like, hey, I am smart enough. I am capable. I and I always was. Right. Yeah. And I should go do yeah. the thing. Exactly. You know? And so they put their foot out there and it yeah. worked. Mm -hmm. You know? There were already some women in office that we know about, but it raised a lot. Representation is important. 
Um, and so it shows the other women and not that we should have men out of the office. No. I'm not saying that either, but the public is not just men. No, it's so not. So it was good to see that other women, white women, women of color, women of different backgrounds, mm -hmm. they're getting voted into office. And that's what America is. Right. That's what Houston is. That's right. what Texas is. You With know, such like, a diverse country, diverse representation mm -hmm. should be the same. Right. It should, you, it should kind of add up. You would think, but, uh, Yeah. This is a completely random one as well, but eloping made a comeback. So <laughs> there are a lot of couples and brides that did not it's get true, this yes. bombastic, <laughs> huge wedding with, and yeah. like that's that's hard. That's really hard because you want everyone that you love and treasure yeah. to be there for your wedding and day. And you plan for such a long time to right. have it, and then all of a sudden a pandemic hits, and you have to wrestle with. Do I want this wedding? Is right. it safe? Is everyone going to oh, show up? Right, exactly. Like, is it worth all these things? But I will tell you, the people that I did see elope, y'all had such cool weddings. Like, I saw two people get married, like, in the woods of the mountains. Wow. Like, I saw people get married um, in Vegas. I saw people get... And I was like... They, they really want to get married for the sole purpose of just let's get married. And I was like, good for you. Mm -hmm. I saw people that went to regular venues that only had 10 people there. Right. And you think it would always be like, let's be together. Let's get married. You know, but a lot of times, mm -hmm. you know, you want your wedding to be this big. And there's nothing festivity. wrong with that. No, there's nothing we wrong did with that. that. Right, right, right. It's, it's that. But sometimes you get lost in the fact that you're like, I just want to be with this person. You know? Right. So there was a lot of that. Um resurfacing of let's be married because I love you and mm -hmm. let's just do this. Right. You know what I mean? Let's not wait around. Right. You know? And then a lot of y'all are going to throw a big stinking party this next year, hopefully once everything is back exactly. together. And then you're just going to have twice the fun. <laughs> and that's going to be great. Um, there were a lot of crazy documentaries coming in at number 18 that evolved. So cheer. <sighs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I side job. Was cheer 2020? Cheer was in 2020. Really? It feels so long oh, ago. But Cheer came out, and I work for a company called Spirit Vibe on the side that makes music for competitive cheerleading at the college level, at the high school level, uh, the mini level, all of these things. And um, one of the co-owners and one of my bosses, Roland Pollard, he um, and his daughter Jaden have become very famous um and I really love their family a lot I love his wife they're just a great family um but they got to meet Monica this year and mm -hmm. see if Jaden would have been on Matt and mm -hmm. if you haven't seen it go watch it because it is a long overdue credit to what competitive cheerleading does and like the crazy courage you have to have and athleticism yes like it's and then Tiger King uh. That was, was that a, really 2020? That was 2020! How? That it just was, feels like such a long time. I know, ago. it feels like a couple years ago, but Tiger Ooh. King was this year. Hey, all my cool cats and kittens. Hey, all you cool cats, cool and, cats kittens. and kittens. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm weird, and God. Juan knows this. That was a trial. I like really weird documentaries about, like, cults or groups of people that are extreme. Not to, like, make fun of them or anything, but I'm like, how did, how did we get here? Like, what was the purpose of this? And so watching that, no offense, I was kind of like, this is child's play. <laughs> um, but it was something to keep us entertained mm -hmm. through the pandemic. Um, if you're side Joe, if you're side Carol, if you're side neither like me and think those animals should just be in a better place. 
Exactly. That's a different thing, but there were crazy documentaries. Can you think of any other documentaries from this year? Mm, I mean, they're always coming out with some new cult, like fictional retelling. You know what I mean? Like they had Waco on Hulu. You know <gasps> Wake, I mean? Was Waco this year? Uh-huh. Waco was this year? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That... And of course, there might have been another Waco movie, but this was like a, a drama. Right, know, um, right, right, right. Based off of a book, you know. Right, um, but like Tiger King and uh, Cheer, they were, were document. Docu-series, yeah. yeah, docuseries. Yeah. Um, so then you have, you know, the reason all this happened is because of COVID. And obviously, you know, worldwide, over a million people have died mm-hmm. at this point. But for the people that have recovered, the number currently, the, the best number I could average out mm-hmm. was 45,635,785 people have recovered yeah. from this awful virus. Mm-hmm. And that is a big, big win. While we're very, very sad mm-hmm. about the lives that were lost or the lives that had to be drastically changed yeah. because of this. No one was unaffected no. by this. Of course, some were affected in bigger ways. Right, like know. how our family it, had eight people get it. Right, right. But still nobody died. Yeah. While there are some people, we were even talking about it earlier, there were some people, their family got it just a couple of weeks ago and they looked like they were potentially going to be okay and then just suddenly died. Yeah. You know, um, so that's really hard, but it is encouraging to know that 45 million survived, right. but don't think for a second we discount the people yeah. that we lost either. Yeah. Um, especially in the United States. But um, that is that is something hopeful to hear that like, all right, we have a right. good recovery percentage um, and that's number 19, which brings us to number 20. We got a vaccine, Yay. boy. Like, finally. Waiting on the vaccine was one of the hardest things to do because they have to go through so many steps, as all of y'all have probably read and listened mm-hmm. to at this point. And all of my nurse friends are just like, yes, you have right. to wait. Like, y'all had to wait. Mm-hmm. This is the quickest they could do it. Um, and consult the CDC. I know y'all listen to us, but you know what? Like, right. do your own research. Please. Right. And so the fact that we now have a vaccine, I have had friends that are vaccinated. I have one friend from Jack Camp, Taylor Merritt, shout out to you. She's been updating people on how she's feeling post vaccine. um, Cause she got the first shot. She's a nurse Mm -hmm. and she'll get shot number three, obviously from three weeks from when she got it the first time, the booster. And (laughs) she was, she was a mess, but she felt fine. She feels great. Mm -hmm. I know other friends that have gotten it. Um, but seeing her updates has put a really funny and positive experience on it. Um, and so, you know, the quicker we can get that out and the quicker we can get people vaccinated, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be better and okay. And I don't care if you don't believe anything of it, just go get it, especially if your insurance covers it. Like, dang, I will stand really strong on that. I don't care if you don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. Most people who don't care or believe in it, y'all's insurance covers it. So what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> Right? <laughs> There's no microchip. Just go get vaccinated. You'll yeah, be fine. Go get vaccinated. All right, guys. So that is 20 wonderful things from the year of 2020. Um, the season Ooh. is not over. Um, even though we took that break, we're still going on with season two. And we're going to be back either next week or in two weeks, um, like the regular schedule. Yes. So feel free to join us. We want you to join us. We hope you're safe wherever you're at. And that you're taking some much deserved and needed rest. 
mm-hmm. and that we see you back here next week. Absolutely. You know? We love y'all. We do love Stay y'all. Stay safe. Stay safe out there in these streets. Exactly. All right. Bye. Bye.